Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Time to BS Podcast, part of the Unhinged Sports Network. Now, to thank the sponsors who support this show. Are you looking for your team's favorite gear at the best prices? Look no further than Fanatics.com. Fanatics is a proud sponsor of the Unhinged Sports Network and Time to BS Podcast. Fanatics has some great deals all day, every day. Get your fan on at Fanatics.com. U Stadium is home to the best sports fans around. Chat and debate with fans every day and win some great prizes along the way. U Stadium has supported us since the very beginnings of our show at the Days of the Sports Cave. And you can support them too. Download U Stadium on Apple and Google today. Time to BS Studios is home to Time to BS Podcasts, the Sports Cave, and BS Sessions. Follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Time to BS Podcast for updates on future episodes. The Sports Cave streams live weekly on YouTube and BS Sessions is home to the realest talk around. Join the BS Army and follow us on our journey today. Thanks for tuning in, guys, to all of those advertisements. Now, as they always say in theaters, enjoy the show, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, we fucking made it. It's time to BS. It's not one of my uh, my proudest moments. That's for and sure. And paid the price this Sunday for it. It paid the piper. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh thank you, Karma. The Church Karma. of Josh Allen. Karma, the yes. The Church of Josh Church Allen. Of Josh Allen. Allen. LG sins against you. Yes, the Church of Josh Allen is, is not pleased with me right now. 
a U Stadium podcast. Christ. Uh, still struggling? Shop. <laughs> and part of the Unhinged Sports Network. And now to start your weekend with us. It's time to BS. Boston! See you in round two! Pittsburgh! Home of Sydney Crybaby! You got bitch slapped, bitch! By a team that wasn't supposed to be here! Probably. You got bitch slapped by a rookie goaltender in Ilya Sorokin, the Russian Dynamo. <laughs> you got bitch slapped by a team that can't score in six! Pittsburgh! More like Schittsburg. More like Pissburg. Brock Nelson's from Minnesota, the hockey capital of America, and he just whooped your ass. And to top it off, a macho man, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> See you in round two, Boston. Oh, pumped. Welcome to Time to BS Podcast, episode 104. I am here, staying smooth, a intoxicated, possibly about to be intoxicated Islander fan. God. Not as much because warm beer tastes disgusting, but Jack is here. Yo. What's up? Something tells me you're pretty pumped. Woo! Not sure what that is. Yeah, I'm not sure Could be... Could be because um, uh, that might have something to do with the Islanders, you know. Oh, it is a great, it is a great time. What a series, though. What a Holy. series. Oh man, we have so much hockey to get to. I mean, we have uh, Vegas and Minnesota game six on right now. Um, I, not not gonna say. I don't. I hope I'm not jinxing this. But this is another series where Vegas has had a three to one lead. Yeah, this is true. This is true. But it's it's not it's not a good look for the Knights. Uh, they were one of the Stanley Cup favorites going into the season, and it, it's just it's not a good look for the Knights. It really isn't. And they've been in cap hell virtually all season long. But let's start things off with the Islanders, my man. Go for we got it. a ton of hockey to get to here in the first hour of the show. But let's start things off by saying Jim, Jim Mueller from the J-Dash Morning Show, diehard Boston Bruins fan, the commish of the Unhinged Sports Network. Game on, bitch! <laughs> He's going to love that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but, dude, I mean, Elias Sorokin takes over game one against the Penguins. Just 
beats them down. Had like what forty three saves in Something that game. Like in an overtime win over the Penguins in Game One, Semyon Varlamov goes in for no, games no, no, two no, no, and no, no, three. No, game Game One. You know, you know who who um, really showed up in Game One was Kyle Palmieri. Oh my God! Yeah, Palms. that overtime goal. Call it puck luck. Call it whatever the hell you want. That was a it filthy, like filthy goal. It. it looked like he. It looked like he took a wedge to it. It was beautiful though. Nonetheless, it was beautiful. Oh, yeah, also going on right now is Florida-Tampa, but Tampa's up 2-0. Sam Coast just scored on the power play. Oh, my God. Is it? Is it? By the way, uh, shout-out to some schmuckhead who's a Tampa Bay Bucks fan on U Stadium trying to correct my ass for saying that the I said the Panthers are coming back in this series, now down 3-2 to two versus the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. And now this guy says... No, the Lightning are up three two. Lol, I said I, I said that. Did I not? What did you? Let me find this. The Panthers are now down three to two versus the defending champion Lightning, and this Bucks fan says no, the Lightning are up three two. Lol. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Yeah, it's exactly what I fucking said. You schmuck. I said you, and I said you said down three two. That makes it seem like you said the Lightning are losing the series currently. I said, y- you can't be this stupid. He said you? the Panthers are down 3-2. Y- you you can't on. be this stupid, right? Do, oh, do you know right. how to read? I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, that was mean. But, nonetheless, I wish we had background music for that opening rant. It would be beautiful. <laughs> but... I should have loaded up the song "Shipping Up to Boston." <laughs> that would been perfect. That would been perfect. <laughs> I would have enjoyed that in every way, shape, or form. But um, yeah, I, Pittsburgh. I mean, for games two and three, came to play. Sure. Partially because Semyon Varlamov just—he's a streaky goaltender. He is. He's a streaky goaltender. He can give you some great games. He can give you some really bad ones. Right? Yeah, I agree. And then you have a very, very inconsistent goaltender with Tristan Jari. Yes. Like, it felt like in that double overtime goal. That was game five, right? Yes. Yeah, it felt like he was uh, for a second on the other team. on the other Yeah, I don't know what that was. I, he He was trying to field the puck, and then... He passed it right to Josh Bailey, who proceeds to score in over in double OT. I don't know. Literally right that. to him. Throw right to him. Throw right to him. Now, DeSmith probably wouldn't have done the same thing, but what do I know? I mean, this makes you wonder. Did the Penguins make a mistake by trading Matt Murray away? I They made a mistake, for starters, by allowing Flurry to go to the Golden Knights. I think that was the... That was well, the, the real the big mistake. Time, at the time, Murray just won back-to-back cups. So, you could blame it on Jimmy Rutherford all you want. I think you could blame it on Jimmy. I'm pretty sure it was the Penguins. Was he the goalie coach, or is that somebody else? No, it was or Jim Rutherford. GM. Jim Rutherford's the general, the general manager who yeah. made that I'm, decision. I'm an idiot for getting things. I, I, I thought it was... I heard somewhere it was the the Penguins goalie coach who 
who like um convinced him to waive his no movement clause so that he could be unprotected in the expansion draft. What a dipshit. What a dipshit. I mean, Flory's a Hall of Famer, but like, damn. He arguably wins probably another cup if he stays with the Penguins. Probably. And probably challenges the 19 consecutive series streak for the Islanders in the 80s. They probably challenge it. If they keep both Murray and Flurry, they probably challenge it. I think so. I mean, it's just who, one of those unfortunate coincidences where you have two really freaking good goalies, and then you're yes. going into an expansion draft. Yes, how which often never does that happen? How often had, do you get two really good goaltenders on decent contracts, and you're only allowed to protect one in the expansion draft? And the yeah, last time an expansion draft happened was back in like 2000. Yes. But, I mean, I, I would assume if you're going to go to the – sorry to make it all Islanders for starters, but I, I would assume that Sorokin's getting protected. I would imagine. I would imagine Ilya Sorokin's getting protected. I'll, I'll put it this way. Him. It's probable now if he wins them this, this series against Boston, it's almost certain. It's almost, almost certain he's the starter because they would have to trade Varlamov or, or let him go in the expansion draft. And, but the tricky part is, is that Varlamov's got an anchor of a contract. I'm trying to watch he, this replay. No, sorry. Didn't know if that was a or not. There was a replay on. Jack is also going back and forth between three different games and you stadium at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that it's is buzzing. It's buzzing. That is commitment. That is commitment indeed. Did you change the U Stadium NHL logo, by the way? I did. It looks great. I probably shouldn't have admitted that, but I did. I made, like, uh, uh, I'm not going to, like, say too much for the sake of, you know, stuff we might do in the future, but. Ooh. I did change the logo. That's all you're going to get. Got I it. don't know whether or not I can say something, so. I mean, when we're, when we're when, I mean, yeah, I, I won't pressure you, my man. I won't pressure you. No problem. But, um, oh, that's exciting. Um, next series, Edmonton and, Edmonton and Winnipeg. What the fuck, up Edmonton? What the fuck? Edmonton is such a me. What the fuck, Edmonton? Here's a funny stat. Since the official start of the 2021 Stanley Cup playoffs for both American and Canadian, since the official start, the Edmonton Oilers have won zero games. The Toronto, or not Toronto. I need to make sure I get these teams right. Give me one moment. To the internet. I am interneting. Yes. Give indeed. me just one second. Nothing wrong with that at all. Okay. Brett Sutter still on this. Since the 2021 playoffs officially started, the Oilers have zero wins. The Calgary Flames and Vancouver Canucks have two. And, they and, they've, won two se- and they've won a series each. They, they're not even in the yeah, playoffs this year. hysterical. Because, because, like, the way the COVID worked, it, obviously the Canadian series started a little bit later. They had to finish up their regular season while the American divisions were starting up their first rounds this year. So, Can I, say so- can I ask you a question? Does okay. Edmonton win a cup with this core? No. No, they they can't. 
They do not win a cup with this core. They need more around it. If anyone's, I mean, I would beg to say the solution might be trades. And not of McDavid, because that's not happening. No, you're not going to trade McDavid. McDavid's like a once-in-a-generation player. You would trade Dreisaitl. was overpaid to hell, his last contract extension. The first, when when that contract was first announced, I said to myself, oh my God, Shirelli, what are you doing? What are you doing? That was that was oh god, oh, which then proceeded to give Anders Lee a six a seven million dollar deal for seven years. So yay, but that's because he's the captain of the Islanders. No, but I mean Anders Lee is yeah, Anders Lee isn't Leon Drysaddle, but like he's he's worth that money. From I'd a, say he's more worth that money. Honestly, he was supposed to get nine million a year from the Colorado Avalanche. God, yeah. That's how much he, people. Th- that's how much he's worth. I mean, hey, if he was there now, he's not complaining because Colorado's the President's Trophy winners. Yeah, they're the hottest team in the league. Uh, by the way, St. Louis they did kick the Blues' ass. Yeah, but I mean that was more or less just Colorado being exponentially better than the Blues. I feel the guy I feel bad for in St. Louis, even though like relatively most of this core is still around from 2019. Jordan Bennington. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It is a fucking shame we don't get to see more of him. Yeah. we Like, this guy is incredible. He is a very good goal. People don't like the contract that he was given. He's a very good goaltender when he's on. That's the thing. This is what I talk about with Kaprizov being so overrated. They just showed a replay of him completely whiffing a tip. They tried to show the. They tried to show him like tipping the puck on that. And and his obsession for trashing Kirill Kaprizov. They they just showed a replay of like him potentially tipping a puck on the net. The puck didn't even touch him, and it went wide. And there's like, oh, let's put the spotlight on this guy. Fucking hell. Mm. I lost my shit. Whew. But what's another what's another series that uh I was rather very interested. Oh Washington. Washington and Boston. That was a that was a five game series, but that was I'm a little surprised. I sh- I was shocked they didn't go to six or seven. That should have gone to at least six. Oh, my God. Now, it, it is Peter Laviolette, so he is going to have those games or series where he just completely whips the bet as a coach. He does sure. that more often than not. He does that. I'm sure you're used to that in football with Pete Carroll. Oh, God. Don't get me fucking started with this shit. Don't get me started. It happens in every sport, though. It happens more often than not, but it does. But, I mean, I'm starting to lighten up on Pete Carroll because then I realized that, hey, you don't have to pass the ball 50 times a game, Patrick Mahomes. Sure. But then again, I digress. Um, let's preview the second. Let's preview the first three series of the second round. Uh, Colorado awaits their opponent, but right now it is Boston and the Islanders. 
in the second round. That's going to be good. That is going to be really good. That's going to be good. I hope not too many people are thinking Boston is going to run away with this series. No, I honestly, I actually, I picked, um, I, I admittedly, I picked Pittsburgh in seven, but I wasn't going to feel bad about getting that wrong because I knew it was going to be a close series. Yep. And then the Islanders just showed out and, Tristan Jerry also kind of forgot how to play goalie. Pittsburgh still. two straight games. Yeah, those two straight. In three, in three of the last. In three, Today, too. Two Today, games, two. Yeah. What, what did they? They had like two goals in 13 seconds to tie the game and then take the lead. As yeah, soon as those goals, two goals happened, I knew goals the goals in, well, yeah, I had three goals in like 45 seconds. I could be wrong. I was, was I, I know, I know bet- between the tying goal and the lead and the goal that gave them the lead two to three. That that was the 13 second difference between those two goals. I literally tweeted it. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. By the way, that pl- the the Islanders crowd. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> Isn't it so awesome to have fan facts? I'm shocked. Like for those who listen to this podcast, um, let's understand where I come from. I'm a born and raised Islander fan. I've been to plenty of Islander games in my lifetime at the Coliseum. I've been to one game at Barclays Center when they were there. I'm telling you this. I've been to Yankee games. I've been to Met games. Uh, I still haven't been to a Seahawks home game. I've been to the Gi- I've been to a Giants and Jets preseason game twice. I'm tell, but that's nothing. That doesn't mean shit. But I'm telling you this, from a fan perspective. Listening to the Seahawks fans, the Yankee fans, you know, Nick fans, Islander fans take the cake. I'm sorry. I mean, probably because I'm biased as shit when it comes to that team, but... That's fair. But, like, once you go to a Seahawks game, I think you'll realize... Yes, this is true. But... In terms of... The crowd. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful sight. It's like it's awesome to see. It's awesome to hear. It's not just a bunch of fake crowd noise being pumped in now. It's like actually like real crowd noise, and it sounds louder than it should be. Yes, there were, I heard there were only like nine thousand people there. It sounded like full capacity. It sounded full capacity because the way I think it's the way the building is made. Sure. Because it contracts the sound from the inside. Yeah. But. There's a science to it, I'm sure. But we're really close to getting full capacity again. I know uh, June 15th is when California, which is where I'm at, is going back to full capacity. I think the Dodgers announced that. The Giants and Jets are full capacity in New Jersey. The Rams, they announced it. I'm shocked Seattle hasn't yet. I'm stunned. They plan on doing so, I believe. I think... That's I don't remember teams. specifically, but I remember there. Were, I read a report. I forget who it was from yesterday. That every team except for two had plans to eventually announce full capacity. Well, except for, or they had approval to announce full capacity, except for, I think one of them was the Raiders, of course, and one was the Broncos. I could be wrong. I don't that, remember for certain. Uh, that's absurd. That Denver. That, don't that, quote that... on me. Don't quote me on that. I'm not quoting you on that, but can we agree? uh, Let's shift to football for a little bit, but can we agree, though, that Seattle's an infinitely better? It's impressive that Seattle won 12-4 with no crowds in their home games. 
It's crazy. It's absurd. I don't think that team is going to be infinitely better than where they were last year, but they should be fine. The crowd certainly helped for home games. Crowd matters. Crowd matters. Crowd absolutely matters. I'm sure we've had this discussion before, but yeah. Yeah, Crowd matters 100%. We have. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to find this tweet. I want to know what those two teams are. I'm like... What's an, uh... Oh, no, it's Denver and Indy. Okay, Indy I can see. But Denver? Really? That's absurd. It's a little odd, to say the least. But I'm sure... they. It, the tweet does say they were... Who, who tweeted this? Was this Field Yates? It has to be field. I think it would be field. Ooh. Oh, I got a... No, it's Tom Pulisero. Yeah. Um, Sixers just beat Washington. Fun. The Lakers are bouncing back against the the, the Suns. And I, I know I know, me and Splash are going to be all over the place on you and John. What's... Ryan and Ryan and John... If those two had each other's numbers, oh my god, it'd be beautiful. That would be a new undisputed. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> it'd be a wonderful sight, indeed. But then again, I think Ryan is, I think Splash is probably like 6'8 or some shit. He looks like a 6'4 guy. I don't know. But in reality, he's probably like 5'3. <laughs> I don't know. I can't say shit. But uh, hey, do you want to do a sandwich review? A sandwich? That's a that's a new. Oh, question. you have oh you haven't heard of this, have you? So I'm going to send you a picture of a sandwich that I had uh, over the weekend. So what I do is that what the fuck happened there? All right, there we go. So what I do is that I send, I do sandwich reviews. For the podcast network. And I just sent you a picture of this week's sandwich review. I see bacon in there. <laughs> so that so for those of you locally on Long Island to know what the hell I'm talking about, it is called Off the Block, which is a butcher which is a butcher slash restaurant um, in Saville, New York. It is a beautiful place, but that, but the sandwich I sent to Jack is called the Hungry Man Special, which is the following: roast beef, bacon, sausage. Uh, looks like potatoes, potatoes in there. Uh, three fried eggs, cheese, and horseradish ketchup on a hero. It is. Most definitely glorious. But I figured, you know what? Since we could, uh, since I got Jack here, I might as well, uh, make him hungry. My mouth's watering a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, so it's a nice, it's a nice crunch. The bread is not too hard, the bread is not too crunchy. It's, it's, it's very soft, like, toasty bread. It's horseradish ketchup, three fried eggs. And it's not like 
you can it has like the runny eggs too. They're not too runny. They're just like just about runny, but not too bad. Can I go back to bashing Capri Sauce for a second? <laughs> he, tri- he tried a crazy little flip move and he high stick the puck, so it got blown dead. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. It was beautiful, <laughs> but. If if you ever want to get that sandwich, uh, just go to Off the Block in Sayville, New York. You can go get it. And next week's sandwich, I have yet to find out exactly what it is. But it's probably not next week. It probably will be the week after. I don't know. But I figured, you know what? Let's have some fun. Let's talk some shit. But, uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be fun. To say the least. Sure. I'm excited. I'm excited. There's so much hockey going on, man. It really bugs me that this series just goes on. It, like, just drags on and on and on and on between Vegas and Minnesota. And just nobody scores. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. Do you want to see something scary? No. Barry Trotz and Sidney Crosby face mashed. Don't send me this. I will. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> it looks disgusting. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> looks like he has like a giant tumor in his forehead. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And then he uh, is his pin tweet is the original Taxi Squad was the Ottawa Senators Taxi Drive <laughs> with Matt Duchesne. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, Matt Duchesne. <laughs> that, that series is still going, by the way, in Nashville, it, Carolina. That's another good series. Those teams love overtime. They do. They love overtime. They do. They must like getting paid. Free Terrible. hockey. Terrible joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Free hockey for the rest of us, though. Hey! Hey, yeah. Uh, nothing wrong with that. No complaining here. I mean, overtime hockey's the... Unless your team is playing in it, overtime hockey's fucking amazing. hey We are... By the way, I want to give a special shout-out to the Church of Wallstrom. <laughs> To the great church of Oliver Wallstrom. <laughs> this is, it is so weird to talk about this guy now because I remember this is a, a guy who I literally like saw that viral video of him when he was like nine years old just doing this unreal deke move. Like it was like a, a lacrosse move. He just went back and forth and back and forth and he just kept the puck right on his, it was stuck to his blade and he just pulls a total lacrosse move, goes right by the goalie. That was the filthiest thing I've ever seen. Breakaway save by Flurry. What a good save. Yeah. All right. So let's transfer over to the next segment real quick because we're getting stale. Oh, damn it. Because we're getting stale. All right. right. It's time to BS. They're the reigning Western Conference champions. No, it's to the Stanley Cup final. They did go to the final. It was Stars Lightning in the final. Am I losing my mind? 
Wow, Kim had a brain fart too. They shuffled everything up so much that this is the first time in like a bazillion years that the Stanley Cup final is in division this year. No! Kim, no! A U Stadium podcast. So I figured I would start this segment with a uh, a real talk with Dan segment. So if you're unfamiliar with how I do this, it's where we take a break, like a minor break from sports talk, and which is what we do. Anyway, because we're time to be a studios, time to be as podcast, the sports cave and BS sessions. So our whole thing is just bullshit, which is great. Um, the point is, um, I wanted to get a chance to tell you this story. So I work two jobs. I work as a welder and then I work as a podcaster for on in sports network. So my main line of work is welding and every now and then I go on job sites, but that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is this. I am a huge mental health advocate as a lot of people on the unhitched network are. And we do a little thing partnered kind of partnered with a, Local Long Island radio station 94 through the shark called the choose song challenge is where we post a song anonymously and we dedicate that song to someone who has mental health struggles and little thing a little thing you might already know about me but I figure I'll tell this story again I'm on the autism spectrum and life has never been easier for me. Now, here comes the story. I was on a job site earlier this week, and I got a chance to meet a lovely young lady who, like me, is on the spectrum. And she noticed I have a a uh, a ribbon tattoo, a autism awareness ribbon tattoo. On my uh, on my on my upper arm, and it's there's a quote on it that that reads, "One piece at a time," and that's how I've lived my life: one step, one piece, one bite, one thing at a time. And this this lady, uh, her mother, noticed the tattoo also, so I figured, all right. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to tell her my story. Because I'm very open about it. Um, you know, we talked. We chatted for what felt like three hours. Uh, but really it was like maybe a half hour, 45 minutes or so. And I gave advice to the young lady. Which was, don't be afraid to take your life one step at a time. Live your life one step at a time. Set goals for yourself. And don't rush. Don't rush. Ever. Because rushing things can end up screwing yourself up in the end. 
Um, and it was, I was having a crap day before I met her. And, you know, I, I gave her my Instagram and everything, and Twitter and shit like that. And it basically, it, it made my day. It made my day so much better. It really did. Because having... Because being able to help people like that is it's humbling. It's a great feeling that I have. It's a great feeling. It really is. And I know I repeat myself, and that's part of the issue with being on the spectrum. Uh, that I repeat, and I sometimes I stutter. But it uh, it's a great feeling when you're uh when you're able to help people like that. It really does help. Um. And I love it like that. I love it. Um, so, don't be afraid to ask, you know, to ask for help when it comes to certain things like that. Don't don't be afraid. So, thank you for uh, tuning into this segment. Let's move on to some more sports talk. It's time to BS. Uh, bacon and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup. Uh, spinach and coleslaw. Wait, what? Did I ever... <laughs> Wait, what? Repeat that for me? Did you just ruin bacon, egg, and cheese? No, I did not. I did not. A U Stadium podcast. All right, so close out the show for today for the next 10 minutes or so. Um... Let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons and Julio Jones because Julio Jones is fucked. Um, basically, well, the Falcons are fucked, basically. Atlanta has put themselves on a bit of a clusterfuck, to say the least. So basically, the Falcons decided, hey, we're going to pay top-tier money to our some of our players, like... Grady Jarrett, Dante Fowler, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, Jake Matthews, and Deion Jones. Um, little did they know that they would be in clusterfuck cap hell. Like, it's bad. Really bad. Um, I, I think the Falcons are so far over the cap that they cannot pay their rookies. Like, at all. It's sad and the fact that Thomas Dimitrov the former GM of the Falcons did this to themselves he did this to the Falcons and rightfully so he should have been fired he should have been fired years ago but what do I know not much I'm just some dude behind a microphone covered in tattoos possibly drinking some whiskey that's not true I mean I might be nah I'm not but the question here is what do the Falcons do? Well, for starters, cut Dante Fowler or trade him to the Jets. That's what I would do. I would see if I would if I could call the Jets if I'm the Atlanta Falcons and be like, hey, uh, what, let's say you give us, I don't know, a third-round pick for Dante Fowler Jr.? That would be smart. That's what I would do. Um... It, it, <sighs> Then again, I don't know much about trade situations. I was the idiot that did say 
the Atlanta Falcons or the Seattle Seahawks should trade a first-round pick to the Jets for Jamal Adams, but what do I know? Not a whole lot. Um, for those wondering, Matt Ryan is basically untradeable. He's got, I believe, an over $25 million cap hit at 37 years old, I believe, 36, 37. I could be horribly wrong with that, but I hope I am wrong. Um, basically... They can't trade him. They cannot trade him. So, at Julio, basically, Shannon Sharp of Fox Sports made the dumbest mistake possible. And the one rule you should not break, uh, it's a cardinal sin amongst media, to not warn the individual who you are interviewing and remind them, hey, you're you're on TV. And Shannon Sharp basically just said, hey, fuck you, rules. We're going to do, you know, I'm going to do me for the sake of me. But meanwhile, like, Julio Jones, and Julio, that's not, that's not even the best part. Julio Jones basically said, yeah, I'm out of here on live TV, and like, he's out of the Falcons. So, somebody fucked up here. Somebody colossally fucked up here. It's not good, folks. It's not good at all. Oh, boy. There's a lot of shit going on here. There's just a lot of shit going on. So, um, I'm going to take a quick break. And we'll finish off the show eventually. But, you know what? Actually, before we take a quick break, i got some stuff to talk about. Um... Aaron Rodgers. Aaron fucking Rodgers. Oh. Aaron Rodgers. What a schmuck. I'm sorry. But what a schmuck. He's just... I, I, I can't stand him. I just can't. Great player. Don't blame on that one. But just... Ah, oh. unbelievable bullshit! It's fucking stupid, man. It's so stupid. But what do I know? Not a whole lot. Also, uh, I think it's like thirty out of thirty-two NFL teams have filed or put in. For potential full capacity. Which is good. That's heartwarming as hell. It really is, guys. It is heartwarming as hell. And I am happy that that is happening. Which is good. Which is good. You need that. You you, you do need that. It's so much Games, especially like football, are so much better with fans. They really are. Hockey, especially. Hockey is awesome with fans. You see right now with the Islanders, and that 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 team is virtually unbeatable at home in Nassau Coliseum, and it showed against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, uh, let's take a quick break this time. 
And we will close out the show with some final notes. Be right back, guys. It's time to BS. <laughs> it's part of being an LSU guy. It's part of being an LSU. <laughs> I mean, see Odell Beckham and Tyron Matthew for details. But you want to know something, though, Dan? Yeah. I'm going to take a jab at this fan base. But he's the only Ohio State quarterback that can say they won a national championship. <laughs> A U Stadium podcast. So I thought I would close out the show today for um by 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 thanking you know everyone has tuned into us for the past hundreds. Jeez, I couldn't tell you how long it's been. Uh, counting the Sports Cave, which has been six episodes now. Um, BS Sessions, which is up to twenty. 6 plus 20 is 26 plus 24. 130 shows of doing this crap. You know, it's it's humbling that... I, I, I know I said this probably last show, but thank you for everything you guys have done for us. You know, we would not be here without the support of you guys. We mean that. We, we really do. And, you know... It's, I had a dream to make this show, you know, a place where everyone could speak their mind. And, but it became more than that. It became, you know, a pretty fucked up family when you think about it. We, we had some ups and downs, but hey, it's worth in the end. So I guess that's going to do it for this episode of Time to BS Podcast. Thanks for joining the ride, guys. See you next week. 